up, little soldier. You got me. Turn my mic up louder, I got to say something. Lightweight, step it aside when we come in. Feel it in your chest, the syllables get pumping. People on the street to panic and start running. Words on loose leaf sheet, complete coming. I jump on my mind, I summon the rhyme of dumping. Healing the blind, I promise to let the sun in. Sick of the dark ways, we march to the drumming. Jump when they tell us that they want to see jumping. Fuck that, I want to see some fist pumping. Risk something, take back what's yours. Say something that you know they might attack you for. Cause I'm sick of being treated. Like I had before, like the stupid standing for what I'm standing for. Like this war's really just a different brand of war. Like it doesn't cater to rich and abandoned war. Like they understand you in the back of the jet when you can't put gas in your tank. These fuckers are laughing the way to the bank and cashing a check. Asking you to have compassion and have some respect for a leader so nervous in an obvious way. Stuttering and mumbling for night news to replay and the rest of the world watching at the end of the day. In the living room laughing like never shut up a soldier. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I'm your host. And tonight we have conservative Texan in the house. What up, what up, what up? How are you, my guy? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, we're going to go through. I want to say hello to everybody. I feel like, so I have Sundays off. Like, I don't do, I barely do content on Sundays unless it's something. Like, you know, I got to put out there. Yeah. But I have sun, I, for the most part, I have Sundays off. And Every time I come back Monday, I always feel like I haven't been live in like weeks. Like I always feels almost brand new. And like I get really like I get nervous. Like I still get nervous. Do you get nervous before shows? Hi, pieces of me. Welcome to the live. We're on YouTube. If you want to come over here, that's where the action is, my guy. But you can stay there on Twitch, too. That's fine. Do you still get nervous before your shows, Texan, or no? Do you just go live and say, fuck it all? Uh, Not on mine. I do on yours just because it's your show. Oh, you get nervous coming on here? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. You guys hear that? Look at that. Texan thinks we're a big deal. You are a big deal. Big deal, Texan. Happy <laughs> Memorial Day. Oh, my God. Look at there's. This is my next thing that I was going to talk about. Double and Glenn ruined it. Dang. Double and Glenn, congratulations on the proposal. On the proposal. That, too. Congratulations on the proposal and the acceptance. Yes. You're getting, you're getting married. Uh, yes, I am. To? To Daners. Lab. Oh, whatever. Math lab. I, I only Dana, know. I don't even know your real name. Dana. Is it David? Well, it's Jeff. Everybody knows it now. Your name is. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jeff. the <laughs> fuck up! It is. Yeah. That's what, that is my favorite sound ever on TikTok. <laughs> I have seen, I have used it so many times for like Beto. Like my name is Jack. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna Good. talk about Beto today. It's all good. So, your name is I'm I'm shipwreck. I think everybody knows my name, but I don't say it because don't you misfit exposed him. I've been watching yeah. this kind of. I have been watching it. It's it's like oh no, he got my real name. Whatever will I, I do? I guess my TikTok career's over. Man, these people like I used to have these people. They would do this like they would make accounts in my real name. Like it's it's not hard to Google and figure out my real name. I didn't like it, so I never wanted to yeah. put it out there. But. Um, they would do that. And then, or this one time they made accounts like in my old man's name and used his uh, obituary picture. The fuck out of here with that manipulative shit. Heather. Yeah, I'm still, you're still, I'm still talking about Heather. We know your name. I know you know my name, but we don't use my name. And if you call me by my name, you'll be unsubscribed. So let's look at that. Oh. I know. I don't get real weird about it. I used to. I didn't want people knowing my name. Yeah. But, and I, I figure you've been through more shit than I have. So people know your name. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. When yeah. do you do you guys you guys have a date? When are you getting married? Mrs. Texan? Is she gonna <laughs> change her username to Mrs. Texan? I don't know what she's gonna do with that. We actually I, haven't discussed that, so I don't know. Is she in here? Can I vote to do that? No, she's actually literally on she just took off on an airplane. Mm. So she's in air headed to Atlanta and then Atlanta to Detroit. That's so awesome. Congratulations. I saw the yeah. proposal video, TikTok and everything. Like, you guys are just cute. <laughs> she's good, she's I mean, good people. She's good people. She is good people. What she is a slorgy? What's this? Oh, Cat's Meow has uh, slugs 
that mate on her patio when we're on our podcast. And she gives us a play-by-play in the comments. Jesus, and you get nervous coming on my podcast? Hey, I listen, you have, you have, <laughs> but see, like, you have people like Cat's Meow that comes in and tells you about her slugs having sex. Like, it's funny. It's good stuff. Cat, <laughs> how does that even work? Cat's Meow, I feel like we, you should probably come on the show and describe to us how that works. Like, how does yes. that work? We got big shells. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying, I'm trying to envision it. We may have to YouTube a video of that. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm always sister ship to me. Most people call me ship. And I always, I will always call you Tex. I will never call you Jeff. <laughs> oh, I would never call you your real name either. It'd have to be ship. It has to be ship. I'm thinking like, about changing it legally. It's like cat. I can't ever call her by her real name. It's cat to me. She'll, she'll um, always be cat. Kit Kat or cat. Kit Kat, Kat or cat. One of the two. Cat Catro will always be Catro to me. Dank Wicked will always be Dank Wicked to me or Dank. It'll never be his real name. Like I, I just, you know, I just, you get used to these people and their names that like, it's hard to say back to what their real names are. You know, my whole life I grew up and I wanted a nickname. Like I always, my, all my friends had nicknames. I never had a nickname and now I have a nickname and I'm here for it. Kat Dashian. Yeah. She'll always be Kit Cataratch for me. Like that was her first username ever. And that's what she will always be to me. Was what? Kit Cataract. It was like I Kit and I don't even remember. Oh, I like her. That was when her and I first met, and I would call her Kit Cataract. And now that's what I always call her, and it always kind of catches her off guard. She ain't been Kit Cataract. It was before President elect Kit Kat. Yeah, I call Glenn either Double N or Double N Glenn. I, I still can't call him just Glenn either. Is his real name Glenn? I couldn't tell you if it is, honestly, but I mean, Glenn. I, I just go with Double N or Double N Glenn. I feel like I need to have a Monday with you and Double N Glenn. Like both of oh, you just yeah. come on the show, and That'll I'll just kind of sit back and let you two just, yeah, scissor or whatever, whatever it is you guys like. Well, I don't know what guys do like that stuff, so I don't know. I don't, I don't either. Double angle. <laughs> Nobody knows your real name. <laughs> hey, there's Sonny Brown. Sonny moved. Uh, Sonia. Tulsa. Wait, she moved out of Texas. Yeah, she's not in. She's in. Uh, she's been like four different places since Texas, but she is now in Tennessee. Tulsa's in Oklahoma, though. Oh, she's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You're in Oklahoma now? Unless, yeah, there's a, unless there's a Tulsa, Tennessee, but I've only heard of Tulsa, Oklahoma. I can't keep up with her half the time. She'll, I just I just make her message me when she's leaving and then message me when she gets there. And <laughs> as long wherever as she does is. that, wherever here is, like, I can't keep up with her. I can't I keep you. up with my own schedule. That's why I have her. This is true. Um, we would just smoke cigars and sip great bourbon. I would be kind of here for that. We should probably make that work. That we would should, be a legendary show. That would Double be like Glenn. We're gonna get in your DMs, or I'm gonna. I don't. She's you can't sliding in those DMs, Double N Glenn. That's how you got shipped sliding to your DMs. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do it, Double N Glenn. Oh, that's right. She's visiting her grandbaby. My bad. <laughs> I remembered that now. I can't remember anything. Um, hello, Texan. Congrats. See, I got a list here. Hold on. So, well, we got a list. Congratulate, congratulate, Texan. Say okay. hello to the people. Is this the production sheet? Kind of, yeah. It's my ship, ship, ship notes. <sighs> um, and that's, I have the Holy Grail written on here too from the other night. If we could talk about that, how did you come up with the name Shipwreck? Uh, it was my old man. So my old man was Navy, and he died in 2018. And when he died, um, kind of things just kind of blew up, and then we kind of put it back together and then I started that's when I started the TikToks and the content and it's kind of an ode to him after a while. So now we just roll with shipwreck. We haven't saw him. We haven't saw his grave today. We haven't put flowers on it and yeah. Sweet. Happy memorial. Yeah, it's kind of a sad thing. My kids were crying. They were sad. They missed their grandpa. Oh I bet. Um I don't love Texas moving to Michigan now and I never did get to Texas because gas prices are like four twenty-five here now. I want to really? say, yeah, yeah. like four twenty-five here now. Uh, so no, we didn't get there. <sighs> nope. Woke what are Thank you, Sonia. Yeah, it's woke conservative. I'm a woke conservative now. What does that mean? I don't know. Ask Misfit. I'd rather not. I don't even know this cat, but I'm watching, and I'm just like, dang. Yeah, that. You're not. Yeah. Stacy is moving to Michigan too. Wow. Oh, yeah. People moving to Michigan. See, I'm starting a movement. We're just going to make Michigan conservative again. 
You're going to have to. Hi, Rambo. It's good to see you. You're going to have to. Big Gretsch needs to get out. We, I did a video about that uh, this week, I think, where we talked about, because they're, uh, you know, we got all the elections coming up. So we, like we talked to you backstage, we got our primaries in June, and then we've got our, our governor's elections and stuff in November. And uh, they're doing all this great stuff now. Like, you know, they're all like, oh, you can, you know, all this grandstanding. And I'm like, man, you cannot remember that these people like ruined your life like a year ago, like a year ago. They wouldn't let you open your business. They wouldn't let you, you know, we need to kind of remember. And I think people are forgetting. There's a lot going on. And I'm concerned that people are forgetting how terrible some of these governors were to their constituents. I don't know if that's like that in Texas, but here, Iowa's been great. My governor, she's getting reelected if I have anything to say about it. But. No, we missed our chance on getting Hot Wheels out. So we, now we got to vote Hot Wheels in. You do have to vote him in? Who's Who else is what? Who's he running against? Beto. We already had we already had our primaries, so you so you're saying Beto doesn't have a chance? What? After the yeah. big stunt he pulled this week? Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. He not have a chance. Come on, Tex. Oh, he has a chance, unfortunately. But I we gotta get Hot Wheels. We have to reelect Hot Wheels. How does he have a chance? Because of Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston. That's how. And, even after, and El Paso. Even after that stunt that he pulled at the press conference All in that his own state? That riles his base in the state. Mind you, a lot of people now in the state of Texas aren't even from Texas anymore. They're from California? Yep. <laughs> yep. So that just riled up his base. He, his base loves it when he does that. That's not what I saw on Twitter, but it's, it's possible. It's good. I mean, I hope it didn't, but that's what he – so, like, all of that kind of stuff is – he doesn't mean what he's doing. None of the politicians mean what they do. Mm-hmm. That was to get on the news, to get engagement on social media, and to make sure that he was being talked about. Do you and, really, it's all, and it's all for free. Do you really think he has a chance to win? That guy's terrible. Yeah, he does. I mean, he almost beat Ted Cruz out. Why, well, I don't know. Texas is going to let him take all your guns? That's what they're pushing for now, which is obviously uh, no surprise. But I'm, I'm. No, so like the thing is, like this ain't the same. This ain't the same Texas that it used to be anymore because we're losing our nostalgia because so many liberals are coming here, and it is changing the what Texas used to be, what people thought of Texas at least. It's going mm-hmm. away, and it sucks. It- is that why you're moving to Michigan? No, that's not why, but uh, it just it sucks to see your state do what it's doing. Yeah, and I would be. And it's at the hands of Hot Wheels because he's the one doing it. Because <laughs> he's luring all these liberal companies in. Well, and all the liberal people, too. I mean, yeah, well, that's eventually what ends up coming. Austin stays weird. That's right. <laughs> Rainbow. Do you think you think Texas will go blue? Someday. I do believe it, it's going to go purple first, uh, and I think within two to three election cycles, it possibly very well could be blue. Boy, that would be. When's the, is has it ever been blue? Oh yeah, yeah. Like for well, depends on what you consider blue. Because like, I mean, mind you, back in the early days, a lot of the blue people were like JFK were pretty conservative still. Right. So we had that up until George Bush took over in the 90s and then became obviously became president. So then we became conservative and we've had, well, we've had two rhino governors. So make Michigan, Texas. I actually have those hats in the making now. Michigan. I was going to say, that's going to be the next thing. Like, are you going to, are you going to start pushing for Michigan to go red and get great? You got to get big Gretch out. She's oh yeah. No, no. I got hats being made up saying make Texas Michigan or make Michigan Texas. I'm going to buy one just because I live in Iowa and we are, I'm pretty sure Governor Reynolds is going to get back in. The only problem I have are with my Grassley and uh, that chick. I can't her name. Yeah. She, yeah. Uh, they, they both voted to go ahead and send another 40, 40 billion dollars to Ukraine. Yeah, but we can't secure our schools. Right. Well, we got some issues about that. Then that was. Listen, I know you don't do the conspiracy theories. I don't think it's a conspiracy. That not not in the sense that 
a lot of people have been sending me some stuff and I don't necessarily buy that. Like there's a lot of, they're thinking like crisis actors stuff. I don't, I don't buy into that. But what I do kind of believe at this point is that the entire thing was orchestrated uh, to push an agenda. And I am a little sad about that because that's pretty far. I mean, to, to go in and storm a squad, there's just way too many holes in that story that haven't been filled and that aren't being filled. So while I, yes, to the fire by it. you're a hundred percent correct. Normally I don't dabble mm -hmm. into conspiracy theories, but for me, logic obviously plays a lot of factor into this and there's a lot of shit that just doesn't add up. When have we ever seen police officers or law enforcement go rescue their own kids, come back out and then surround the building to allow nobody else to come in while there's a gunman active inside of a school. Mm -hmm. Like never, never, never. That's never been a strategy. And then not only that come to find out that within that per perimeter, some parents were able to hop a fence, still get into the building, still rescue their kids and take them out. So how does that happen if the police have the building secured? There's just a lot of questions in my mind that like, I don't go down the conspiracy theory either of like it was staged or faked or anything like that. I'm with you on that one, but I just, there's a lot that doesn't add up at all. The prop door open was a big one. And I think where this is really starting to, to gain fuel with the conspiracy portion of it is that, um, just kind of what you said, like they were able, they were securing the school, but the parents were not only just the parents were able to, one of the parents hopped the fence and got it. They also had her in handcuffs. Then they let her go. Then they tased her at one point. She still hopped the fence, went in, grabbed her kids and left. There was so much. And then there was a full hour before they went in. And then apparently two and a half months prior to the shooting, um, they had had a drill at that very school of an active shooter drill. And none of the steps that were practiced during that active shooter drill were performed during the actual event. Like there, there's one rule in there that the police officers, you are to go in, you are to like breach, you are to go in period. You are not to wait. You are not, you are to get there. And then you were to go into the building and confront the shooter. That's that was black and white and they didn't do it for over an hour. So I think that is, that is really, and really it was a border security special agent that supposedly did it. And mm -hmm. And like, then none of those those border security agents were invited to meet with the president when he went down there to meet with all of the, the law enforcement uh, who were involved in the shooting. So they actually uninvited those border security agents. I don't know if you knew that. So when Biden and Kamala went down there, they had a big meet and greet with all the law enforcement. Initially, the border patrol was invited, uh, but then they uninvited all of them, saying that there was not enough space. But the space that they were holding the conference in held up to like 900 to 1,000 people. So even the same agency that supposedly stopped the shooting was uninvited. Correct. Makes Correct. sense. Makes sense. So that's so now there are theories out there that Border Patrol just showed up because they heard what was going on and they just they weren't, but that the local PD, the actual PD that was there, was involved in a certain way. And I again, this Wait, is such are you saying that the Border Patrol wasn't requested to come in? That's what everything that I've read, they weren't really requested to come in. They showed up to help to offer assistance. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I thought Border Patrol was there because the dude was probably um, an immigrant that had snuck over the border that we let over the border. Is that, well, that was the initial reason. And I think that's why is because the Border Patrol agents were there. So I thought that that's why. But Uvalde still semi- I mean, like an hour or so away from the border. Though every there's a couple different things that I read that Border Patrol really wasn't initially a part of it. They showed up to offer assistance, and that's why they were there. And uh, PD getting big amounts of donations too. I didn't see that, but the whole thing reeks of uh, something shady going on. And again, we're not, I'm not going to lean into the crisis actors. I'm not right. going to get into that. No, I'm, yeah, I agree. That's too touchy of a subject to even I'm dabble not, in any not. of that right now. <laughs> There, there is a lot of like questions for sure. I, I mean, I think I say this every time and it always bites me in the ass, but I, I would think every American should be asking questions on this particular one too. Uh, I mean, same thing with Vegas, same thing with all the other ones. Uh, and they just, it just doesn't seem 
It doesn't add up. Nothing adds up. The whole Adam, thing feels very Vegasy to me. <clears throat> I mean, like, for the longest time, you didn't know how the gunman died. Is he dead? Like, for the longest time, I didn't even know he was dead. Like, the last I'd heard, right. he was in custody. See, I heard he died on scene because the Border Patrol agent had that graze across his head, which was weird, too, because <laughs> so you mean to tell me that the, the shooter missed a grown man on the top of his head but managed to strike all the children? Smaller targets? And he was an 18-year-old kid with no job and no money and no expertise in guns and... And had $5,000 worth of gear? As far as his family knew, couldn't drive? Look, there, and I think this this kind of stuff is getting harder and harder to pull off because everybody's got a phone. There's all kinds of footage out there from people that were there. Parents were screaming. Well, we all dissect it now, too. Uh, you right. know, at the same time, and we all share different perspectives and different ways of seeing things that it's like... Mm -hmm. Okay, I can see that, or I can see that, or yeah, that's definitely a question. Wow, it's weird. And then you have Biden today saying that a nine millimeter can uh, crack, can explode your lungs out of your body. So now they're working on banning uh, nine millimeter. They did that in uh, Canada, not nine millimeter. Yeah. Well, they 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 did it further. They they eliminated. You can't buy a handgun. Yep. So, so if we're not paying attention yet, yeah. this is the two TikToks I made today. If we're not paying attention yet, they are going after the Second Amendment. Like there's yes. no like, there there is no oh we just want AR-15s. Yes. Stop. Stop. There's he knows you're getting riled up. Yeah. There there's none of that. They're going after the guns. Mm -hmm. They are. So. Dictator Justin Trudeau announced the national freeze on handgun ownership and is now illegal to buy, sell, transfer, import handguns in the state or in the country of Canada. Full stop. Canada already has probably some of the strictest gun laws in the world, as far as I know. Like they don't, you can't own anything other than like a handgun, and there's all kinds of stuff you got to do to get one. They are going, and this this has never been more evident that this is what they're going for than this circumstance because it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't 40 minutes later. And these people were tweeting out about legislation for gun control. It wasn't a day later. Yeah, and it wasn't a day later until when Beto O'Rourke stood up at a press conference and decided to use it as a, as a political platform, which was yeah. disgusting. I mean, I, I'm these were children. I, you can't just... Well, that's one thing that I had a question to Canadians because I had a whole bunch of Canadians in my videos about Uvalde saying, well, we don't have this issue in Canada. Okay, cool. You don't have this issue. Then why is your president banning all handguns? Why is your president allowing horses to run over little old ladies at a peaceful protest? Yeah, I mean, why why are we taking away basic rights in a country that doesn't have this problem? So that means if they don't have the problem and they still get their guns taken away, it's going to happen here if we don't stand up for it. Now, I want to talk about the... Uh, somebody mentioned the Hollywood video too. And, and I've made a video about the Hollywood thing. And I know you had made a video about Scotty Henry, <laughs> who I almost unfollowed after that. I was like, you son of a bitch. I got two like, videos after Scotty Henry. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, it was taken out of, I'm like, you know, I'm not even going to watch this today. I'm just going to scroll. But listen, so now we got all these people coming out. We got Hollywood coming out as if Hollywood's opinion on anything that we do matters because they send their kids to private schools, which are guarded by guards with loaded guns. Hey, yes, and somebody make more. Alec Baldwin the face of this thing? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein? Like, Harvey Weinstein would be so proud? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, they're just, yeah. Is this well, even, uh, like, real at this point? The, the Just the propaganda that came out of this was just unreal. Well, that's why, like, for me, it was like, okay, if you look at every major stuff that's ever happened here in this country that had mass casualties, we didn't like when the president, any president was shot, we, we tightened up security around the president with more guns. Correct. When 9-11 happened, we didn't take away planes. We tightened up security to make it safer to fly. Uh-huh. Banks, we make it safer. Mm -hmm. Courthouses, we make it safer. Kids, take away your guns. Kids, we advertise in the front yard that, hey, there's no guns on this here building. Help yourself. Like, it is a big advertisement. The schools have these big signs. This is a gun-free zone. Well, like, bad guys. Uh, the only way bad guys. Yeah. Sorry. I've got a tyrant about this this week. I was fucking mad. 
Oh, I don't blame you. Uh, I hate it when this shit happens. I hate it when people use stuff like this to just. This is on my kids' uh, doors. Every single one. I think we all need those on our doors. Is that a dog up there, though? That's what yeah, we need. Yeah, bulldog. They're bulldogs. We need police dogs. And I was in Good Troubles Live, not on purpose. I was in there just kind of commenting, and then he invited me to come in. I, hate I that said, guy. listen. I said, oh, I did too. He ended up keeping me alive because he can't talk respectfully, um, obviously. And so obviously. I said, so you mean to tell me that if, 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 if a school had this or this and the guy and a criminal wants to make mass casualties, which one are they going to go to? Right. The gun free one. Just like a bank. Think of it like a bank. Listen, this right. bank is a gun-free zone. Like, don't rob us, please. Please respect our pronouns. Like, we don't... He, her. He, hers cannot be robbed, okay? Like, you're really hurting my feelings. It's just... It, and that's why it's it's asinine that it's like, why haven't we just upped up our security for our kids? And it doesn't have to be with, like, mean guys with, like, AR-15s parading around the hallways. I mean... We know that there's U.S. Marshal walking around with guns inside airports. Mm-hmm. You just don't know who the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're supposedly they're, one on every plane. Every time you ride, they're veterans. supposed to be a U.S. Marshal. There are groups of veterans, veterans that actually dedicate their lives to doing this. So they they are like legitimate groups, and they are they walk the halls of the school, and they I've seen them on TikTok. I don't know, I don't remember what they're called now, but there are there are plenty of of doors for us to open that and here's kind of what i find weird too like everybody's like that's because guns are a huge problem well they're not because like when i was in high school okay i went to i went to cowtown school right everybody and their dog had a gun in the rack on the back of their truck and we never had one school shooting not one not one you can't call it you can't blame bullying because in my opinion bullying was worse back then <laughs> because there was no heightened shit around bullying you just fucking dealt with it mm-hmm so you can't even blame the bullying. You can't blame the video games. Mm-mm. Like, so it's got to be like, what what has changed in us mentally? Okay, so if we go with the mental illness, why aren't we getting to the bottom of why we're having a mental illness crisis? Why aren't we getting to that bottom instead of just medicating it or ignoring it? Because, yeah, okay, so now if you put this background check that they want to do to where you have to go to a psychiatric place and have a mental evaluation done one how, do, you know how, do you know how easy those are to fake two how did this th- kid there was already background checks how did this kid get a bunch of these guns shut up there's no I way i can't even afford half the shit he has this is what i'm saying you worked at wendy's somebody said yeah. somebody gave him these guns they gave him the instruction i don't believe he's dead i think they paid him his family off and his family's response was also incredibly strange they were his mother comes out. And she's like, "Look, I don't want you to look at my son like a demon. I know he had his reasons." What? what For sure, his grandma that? first, and then his dad comes out and says, "I really don't want everybody condemning my son. He was something about he's a good, like something is really amiss with this whole thing." And and then the interviews I, with the parents, like that Abby girl, that Abby, Abby Marie, yeah, she she has, has like a, five different dads. No, so we actually looked that up. I know that was going around. We actually looked that up, okay. and somebody brought it up on TikTok. So I went and looked it up. So the younger guy or the, the smaller guy is a stepdad, and the bigger guy with the beard is the real, the biological dad. So no, there's nothing maniacal necessarily about that. However, the fact that the media was more interested in getting it in getting it first instead of getting it right, causing even more confusion. Um, was just as infuriating, in my opinion. But that's or maybe what that, that was, was done intentionally. To what? To start the shit talking with the conspiracy theorists, like yeah, yeah, to, to create confusion. Them? Well, because like here's the thing: I'm from my understanding, is the stepdad, the one that interviewed with Anderson Cooper, hung around for hours to wait on that interview. Mm-hmm. And whether it's your stepkid or your real kid, one neither one was was in tears. I, I couldn't imagine if my child was killed in that man. Well, killed at all. I couldn't. I, couldn't. I, couldn't, I, I don't think I could do an interview within days. Months. 
And I, I mean, I had a niece murdered and I couldn't do it. Uh, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know how in the world. And that's just my niece. That's not even my own kid. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't get how you can do it. I, I couldn't. So we talked about this a little bit Friday night and and we you, you never know how you're going to react unless you're in that situation. Right. Like, that's what everybody says. Like, you and, and I get that. Like, I don't know. Yes, I do. I'm sorry. Yes, I do. Like I, I, my children have been in trouble in, in lighter situations where I've overreacted a lot sure, sure. And, and made snap decisions. I would think that if I knew that there was a gunman in their classroom or in their school and they were shooting and the police were sitting around doing nothing, I would not stand there and do nothing. Like I would go and, right. and, and I would get shot or tased or whatever. Like I wouldn't even think I, I hesitate to say it because I understand that parents, you know, I get it. But I'm not I'm surprised that there were not more parents that after seeing the videos from people where people because people were recording the police's inaction to what's right. going on and hearing the gunshot. Oh, my God, there isn't a force on this planet that is going to keep me out of that building. Like, and where's the different. hell raising? Where's the hell raising for that? Yeah, where's the where's the anger? Where's Hollywood on that? Like, I would I would I would rather take a defund the police at this point rather than get rid of our guns. Like that's what I would expect. Right. Would, would be like a, a defund, you know, or police reform, but no, then Biden comes out 24, 48 hours later and announces a new police reform where they can't do chokeholds anymore. And they really, they need to have social. He like, he like writes that legislation I'm talking about social workers and shit. I'm like, this is going to help school shooting. This is great. Thanks for that. Trash. Yeah. I, I mean, in- and then, of course, then then they want to take away guns and and instead of like trying to get down to the root issue, because at the end of the day, like all the laws that they want that have been proposed uh, didn't stop no. the uh, Buffalo shooting. No, or any. They of have the waiting period. They have the magazine capacities. They have all of that stuff, and it still didn't sh- stop it. But yet. Any talk of adding security, they're like, oh, you don't care about kids. There has been 43 mass shootings in the last two months. Did you know that? Well, okay. So, yeah, we got a, a school Can shooting. Ta- talk to me about that. I'm talking school about school. overall. This includes, like, the Buffalo thing, I think. And um, No, so so they're different. Uh, so there's hey, actually been, like, 222 mass shootings, and then there's been 43 school shootings. Okay. Here's the thing. This is what I was trying to get people to see because they kept throwing that stat out. And, of course, then they hate when you throw in Chicago. But here's the thing. If you look at what they consider what Congress has deemed a mass shooting is three or more victims with a gun in multiple locations within a short period of time. That's Chicago every, every weekend. Now I'm good. So I was going another way with this. I was not going gun control. I was going like lack of gun, lack of, of, of the gun control that obviously isn't working. They just want to enforce what they already have that already isn't working. Right. That's kind of where I went with it, but I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Absolutely. And then same thing with a school shooting. A school shooting only needs one victim and it can be the person themselves. So if, if a kid goes in there with a gun and shoots himself, that's considered a school shooting. So that it's added to the statistic, like COVID. It's added to the stat, yes. If like there's, COVID. If there's a gang fight on school grounds with shot with guns, it's considered a school shooting, even though there was no victims on the school. The school doesn't have to even be open. Can I? I'm going to ask you something that I know might trigger you just a little bit, but do you, off the top of your head, know how many mass shootings we had under Trump? Not off this the was top some. Was it like this or not? I can't no. remember it being like no, this. No, I don't remember anything like this. Well, if somebody did this, if you go trace back all your major ones, the ones that the news talks about, okay, Sandy Hook, all of them, yeah, yep. they're all under they're all under Democrat presidents. So that leads even more. Columbine. Columbine was under Clinton. Vegas. Vegas was Vegas. under Obama. Right. So this all kind of, again, fuels more feel into the conspiracy theory portion of this is that not necessarily that it was faked and we got crisis. I do believe in crisis actors. I do believe some of this shit was fake. The Vegas thing was very real. A lady from Iowa, unless they paid her off and she's living a different identity and I don't know about it, but she did die. Um, they had a funeral for her. They was on our local. Anyway. Lisa, I, that's a good question. That is a good people, question. 
people are saying that it was orchestrated by the swamp in order to push an agenda to take away America's guns in order to implement more control. So that would be more like Canada when the next pandemic hits, right? right. Canada just terrible. Hold on, I'm finding Lisa's question. Give me a minute. Question. Uh, why aren't there any parents in jail for assaulting a police officer? I would have punched somebody if they'd... This is what I'm saying. Like, I would have lost my fucking mind. My fucking mind. There are a few things I'm going to lose my shit for, but these stupid kids are one of them. I love yep. my kids. I love them yep. dearly. Yep. Oh, mess with them. I hate like, them dearly, but I love them to death. I know. And the videos that are coming out are so odd. They're it just is. odd. It is odd. It's very odd. The whole thing has always, I mean, most of the school shootings have always been odd to me. Um, so I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I, I really don't get it at all. Yeah, we're getting there, PP. We're getting there. <laughs> we had to get this out of the way first. I need it because Texans from, plus like, here's something you guys might know. So Texan, you've been with me for over a year now. So Texan comes on every Monday, every other Monday. I might bring you back to every Monday at some point here soon just so you know but okay. um comes up, and he has been with me over a year now every week every other week um and i don't even remember where i was going with this now oh no this is what because i get kind of conspiracy brain with this obviously i don't trust a lot of things i don't believe what i see right away i don't get emotionally involved in what i see immediately because i always know that shit is going to come out and something's not going to be right about it Texan is kind of who I keep around to keep my feet on the ground and out of the conspiracy clouds when I need it. So just so you guys know, I will take feedback from Texan. And I'm not helping you on this one today, so I apologize. No, no, you're fine. It doesn't add up. Because if you think it doesn't add up, it just lends more credibility to the fact that I think it doesn't add up. Now, I'm going to come talk to you about flat earth, right? I'm not going to do that. But yeah. with this kind of stuff, I always like your opinion because, again, if you don't think it adds up, then it just further validates the fact that something isn't right. Right. Um, and we're going to go. Let's talk about Pelosi's husband because that's fun. Okay. He got arrested. Did you know? <laughs> I've heard from DUI, DWI, whatever. What a piece of shit. All <laughs> of them. She is too. Dang. Are we surprised? She's drunk half of her press conferences. Can we talk about how, <laughs> can we talk about the weird shit about this too, though? I now that I've heard, I just heard she got he got arrested. I don't know anything weird about it, so you'll have to share. So he got well, he got arrested. He got arrested for a DUI. It was in the middle of the morning. I don't know. He was coming home from a some stripper club. Actually, that's not true. I don't know, but he was arrested. It was in the the court docs. It doesn't really give a backstory, and I doubt it will. But what I thought was odd is that Nancy Pelosi and her husband they have lots of money. They made lots of money on electric cars. Obviously, you know the stock market thing. They played it. Made a shit ton of money. Why is he driving anywhere? He's 87 years old. He is the husband of the Speaker of the House of the United States. Okay, which, if you think about it, realistically has a ton of power, almost as much as the president, if not more. The House, the Speaker of the House, the one that makes all the decisions, is going to have some kind of security detail. I know Nancy. Oh, I'm sure he does. He's just going to get in a car and drive home at 2 in the morning after having a few drinks. See, and I ask, I, I, in all honesty, I ask this of, <laughs> I ask this of all the elite whenever they get a DWI. Where, mm -hmm. Where's, whether it be a, even athletes, like you guys are like uber rich, <laughs> like you can't call an Uber. Are you, are you really that dumb? And how is this you your first call limo service? So. Then that, that obviously that spills over into the conspiracy theory portion of it because then people are like, what do you really get arrested for then? Or like, what really happened? Because now none of us know. Like, we're like, that, and it, because it doesn't make any sense. 87 years old, I don't even think he should be driving. He probably didn't. Why the hell is he even driving? He was probably pulled over for, uh, uh, for driving too slow initially. Well, I don't know. Did you, oh, is it your dog? Your dog doesn't bother me. I just like to throw that out there. Oh, okay. I know. It bothers me. I'm sorry. That's okay. Like, your dog's great. Uh, he's uber. Well, he really It's called arrogance. I don't even think it's arrogance. I just think something's really fishy about it. Something's just fishy. That doesn't make any sense why he would do that. I don't think the man probably drives himself on a regular basis. Why would he do something like that? Yeah, that's a good question. And I don't have an answer for it yet. Like, if this isn't like a Gitmo or anything like that, this is just a legitimate 
It's just odd. Why in this day and age you would get a DUI, especially with all the money you got. I could see me getting a DUI, right? Because there's a Casey's down here. These only last so long. Like, I got to go get me another one. And I'm not Nancy, so. Okay, I did see this. Did you see this? I would... <laughs> We're going to pull Texan in. He's not even going to know what happened. Did you see Brandon taking an Uber and walking? So, no, I, I did not see that. There is a video, and I don't remember where he was going, um, but instead of getting into, like, Air Force One car or anything like that, he got into an Uber with the airport security putting his bags and stuff away. No security detail, no nothing. It was him. The video's legit. But there's really no explanation as to what it what it was. Odd for a president of the United States. Sorry, things are just weird, Tex. Very weird. Yeah, so Is it I on would, the Daily Wire? I'll find it. You talk, I'll find it. No, so I'm looking up to see if if they if the uh, spouse of gets a uh, a, a security detail, and they so. She gets one through Capitol Police. It's not through Secret Service. Um, the U.S. Marshal Service offers uh, detail to, um, like Betsy DeVos, the education press or the Secretary of Education under Trump, had okay. security detail. So if she's having security detail, I would bet she absolutely does. Whether the family does, though, is either way, he's super rich. Either way, yeah, take an Uber. Yeah. And, and not only that, like, <laughs> it's weird because, like, these people are always worried about political hits. Especially when you get that high up that long. They're worried about, right. like. Specifically, Nancy Pelosi should be. She has ruffled a lot of fucking feathers. Right. Not, not, and I'm not talking about like physical hits. I'm talking about like political hit jobs to like get them unelected kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And, and so you would think he would be careful and knowing this for as long as they've been in office that he should have had some sort of a limo service, if anything. Granted, maybe not Uber because of who he is, but some sort of limo service for sure. If you because he's not going yeah, out, I mean, he's not going out to the bar to a dive bar down the road. No, you know he's, he's, I mean, he's going to some high profile like Disney World Club Med type thing. I mean, he's not just going to go down to Earth. Yeah, did we know where he was coming from or no? He didn't say no. They only have there really isn't any information around it, and I don't think she's spoken on it. I anticipate her to, speak which is on weird. Be, which that makes it weird days. too because. When uh, gubernatorial candidate Alan West was running for Texas governor, his wife got pulled over for DWI. Now, she doesn't have security detail, but they told every story of where she was, all the details of where she was, how many drinks she had, her entire story about it was released almost before the traffic stop was done. <laughs> Turns out she wasn't drunk. She wasn't even drunk. It turned out, but um, that we knew all those details. Well, this is because and when, when I mean, we've talked about this and this isn't a conspiracy theory either, is that the, the mainstream media is obviously a, a um, an arm of the left. I mean, they just oh, are. Okay. They're an arm of the Democratic Party. So you're not going to you're not going to see those kind of details. It's kind of it's and it's always been that way. Um so when it comes to the folks like the, the, the members of the swamp that are, are misbehaving in the way that Nancy's husband was, it kind of comes down to the people uh, in order to, to hunt it all down. But I'm not going to fucking drive out there. I don't care why he was arrested. I just care about the fact that he was. Well, I'd like to know. Well, I do want to know where he was coming from, only because if it was like a high-end event, he absolutely would have taken a limo service. Let me find it. Let me see if they have updated. I haven't looked it up today. Like I so said, we were busy today. Pelosi, husband. Give me a second. Oh, Billy. Yep, they did. Just about an hour ago. So this is from MSNBC. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat out of California's husband, Paul Pelosi, was involved in a car accident 
Before he was arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol Saturday night, authorities said. Pelosi, aged 82, was driving into an intersection near the town of Yountsville in Napa County, California, when his 2021 Porsche was struck by a 2014 Jeep. The California Highway Patrol said in a statement Monday morning, the financer was then taken into custody just before midnight and held on a $5,000 bond. Do you know when my husband got arrested for DUI and he was barely over the limit? I wanted to say it was like $15,000. I wasn't with him, but that's beside the point. It was stupid. Hold on, right. there's more. The financer was taken in custody of $5,000 bond, according to a public booking report, the Napa County Governor's website. He was released just before 7.30 on Sunday morning, according to booking records. No injuries were reported, and the other driver was not arrested. Pelosi could face misdemeanor charges, including driving under the influence and driving with a blood alcohol content of .08 or higher, according to the booking report. The speaker will not be commenting on this private matter, which has occurred while she was at the East Coast. Her deputy private matter? Her deputy <laughs> chief of staff, Drew Hamill, said the statement... To the Huffington Post on Sunday, Nancy Pelosi was in Rhode Island on Sunday to deliver a commencement speech at Brown University. The couple has been married since 1963, and that's it. That's all you're going to get. You're not going to get any more than that, it sounds like. She's no. not even going to speak on it. She's going to come out here and take away all of your guns because guns kill people. But it's fucking cool if her husband gets into a car and drives drunk and then smashes into somebody. Yeah, not private yeah. anymore is absolutely correct because you endangered the public. This is so. Here's what I will do, though. I'll give props. It's just infuriating. Yeah. I'll give props to the cops. And the reason why is because a lot of times in those kind of situations, they won't arrest a high profile person like that. I wonder who they hit. Well, it sounded like he, he got hit. I wonder. That's what I'm saying. But I wonder who the other person in the accident was then. Because you're right. Now I'm going to get all like CSI on you, right? But like, what if the other person in the accident was a higher profile person. And so they From have 2014 you Jeep. Know, maybe it was Beto. <laughs> I hate Beto. I fucking hate that dude. Like, I hope you don't. like. Oh, that I can't Beto. stand Beto. God dang. Um, it would only be to the meat if it killed 21 kids, but that's, but I think it wouldn't. I think he's right. Like, I think if, if he'd have hit like a school bus and killed a bunch of kids, we would never hear nothing about it. Ain't that well, there was actually a mass shooting that did kill 12 people that we never heard about. Where was that at? I heard of the almost. There was three almost school shootings this week. I don't know if you heard about no, that. Almost. They were almost, though. They caught them before they went in, but it was all uh, over. What was that? I, I got to find it again. But um, <clears throat> it was it was done with a handgun, and it was a minority. That's why you're not going to hear anything about it. And that's, listen, we're not racist by any means, but it's like, that seems to be the agenda at this point. Like if it doesn't fit their racism as bad agenda, then they're going to get, they aren't going to cover it. And the perfect example of this is Barack Obama. Not 12 hours later, after the shooting in Texas, this mother flicker comes out compared to George Floyd. Oh my God. And they're like, you need to read the rest of the thread. So I read the rest of the thread, right? It didn't get any better there, Dan. Sorry, but that's terrible. He's like, while we mourn the children of Texas, we really need to remember George Floyd. Like what the hell is your, your, your heart on with George Floyd? The man was a criminal. He was a grown ass adult. He knew right from wrong. What happened to him was terrible. Absolutely. It was, but it's so, but it's fucking over. Like it's over. It's over. And these are children and they trump George Floyd any day of the week, all week. I'm sorry, but I said what I said. All week. 19 children dead are going to trump that piece of shit. Always. It's sick. Punched his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach and got charged for assault. No, like, no, what happened to him shouldn't have happened, but no, you're not going to race bait my ass. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it just shows you like how sickening these, these politicians are. I mean, and and the sad thing is, is it's on both sides. And until we all wake up and realize it, because if they really want, if either party really wanted to do anything about this, they've all had the, they, if Democrats truly cared about kids in their lives, they'd get rid of the filibuster immediately and pass bills immediately. They don't care, and their party won't hold them accountable. They can get rid of the filibuster. 
They can change the rules in the Senate. Pretend I'm five and I don't know what a filibuster is. Just for maybe some of those in the comments that don't know what a filibuster is. So really all the filibuster is is just a stall tactic um, for the bill. So it's it's like the last time it actually blocked a bill was like back in the 70s. Okay. And all the major bills that have been blocked by the filibuster have all been by Democrats filibustering it. And it's all been anti-lynch, two anti-lynching bills. Okay. A, uh, basically what HR one is supposed to be, which was a federal takeover of the elections. Um, and, uh, fair unemployment, fair employment practices. Okay. And they all got blocked, um, by Democrats. Um, but now it's just become a stall tactic. So all that, all that has to happen is the Senator has to come up there and from either party and literally stand up there and talk as long as they can about anything and everything. They don't get any bathroom breaks. They don't get nothing. Okay. And as soon as they stop talking, then it, they have to leave the floor and then they can proceed. So it's really just become really a stall tactic, um, to do it. Um, and that's really about all it is. So there's really no point to it at all then. Not much. In all honesty, I mean. So what would, what would happen if we it. got? What would happen if we got rid of the filibuster? Then when it's up when the when it's up for debate, uh, somebody can't talk for a certain amount of time, so they can change the rules and limit how much a senator can talk. It seems like a lot of talking for stuff that's kind of important. Like, and then that's where people get frustrated, especially like people that are kind of confused on how things work. It is frustrating to sit up there. And, it, and people come with me all the time about Jim Jordan, how great Jim Jordan is. And he is great. He's great with the clapbacks. He's great with throwing up the facts. He's great with doing all this stuff. But then when he's done, he's done. And I don't see any changes. Right. And I really came very aware of this during COVID-19. So I've got Jim Jordan. I've got your, your Texas guy. What's his name? Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz. Everybody's up. They agree with us. They're like, look, protect the elderly, protect the immunocompromised. Let everybody else open up. This is ridiculous. They all stood up there. They spent hours saying it and proving it and putting up data and making Fauci look like a clown. But then when it was over, nothing changed. Like nothing happened. And I think that's where a lot of people really started to wake up to the the political side of things. Because it, it doesn't matter what you say. Like, if you're not actually going to do anything, then we're not going to pay any more attention. Like, you can talk all day long. I'm not going to hear anything you have to say unless something is going to be done after the fact. So talk to me a little bit about, like, what are some things that could be done? Like, why is it, why is it like this, Tex? Why do they just get to come out here and talk on a stand and not actually do anything? Because we, we, the people, allow it to happen. We don't we don't care for change. We don't care. We 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 don't because if we did, we'd hold all of these all of them, both sides of the aisle. We'd hold their feet to the fire. And if they don't do anything their term that needs to be done, we vote them out. We primary them out and we put somebody else in. We don't do that. This is why incumbents have a 90, 90 to ninety five percent chance of always winning because they know this. And until we change it amongst ourselves, yeah, we can say term limits but we have term limits it's called voting every election cycle we don't take advantage of it we don't do it and until we do it's not going to change and they're going to do it every every party has had uh full control since the 90s well i think since the 80s of congress senate house and the presidency and nothing Okay, so I want to ask you, so I'm, I'm glad somebody brought it up. And I know you kind of share the same sentiment that I do when it came to 2,000 mules. Although the 2,000 mules was a fantastic opportunity for you to learn how the um, election odd prey happened and how the election was Olin's day. Um, it really didn't do anything, though. It didn't fix it. It didn't, that, nothing's changing. As far as I can see. I don't know, like I've been come at this about before. You don't know what's going on. No, I, I don't. I see my gas prices still at 425 and I see it. But what do you say to people who have lost faith in the election system? This is a really good question for you. I, I'm going to go vote. I don't care. Like, I don't care. That's the least I can do. I'm going to go vote. Right. Whether and I think we all need, that, that's, that's the mentality we need to have, regardless of if it's rigged or not. It takes five minutes to vote, just vote, continue to vote, 
continue to recruit people to vote. Because right now, in my opinion, because of 2,000 mules and this, the election thing being what it is, I don't want to say it and get you banned, but <clears throat> I think at the end of the day, we have to, we still have to. <laughs> I mean, we have to keep trying. We can't just get throwing our hats and say, well, 2,000 mules proved that it was raw, that it was stolen, and now we can't do anything, so stop voting because the Democrats aren't stopping. They're no, not. They're all. They're recruiting all, like crazy, especially now with all this going on. And they're recruiting like crazy. And meanwhile, and we have 2,000 mules that we have to pay for to watch. And then all of us get upset and we don't do anything. And 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 then now you have a bunch of people saying, well, I'm not going to vote. Okay, well, that's not that sure isn't, isn't going to change it. Nope. That's not. You can't prove to me that um, elections were all the way across the board because – if it was, and this is the point I always bring up, we wouldn't have had historic gains in the House, historic gains in the House. Um, we we won most of all the seats in, in the states. Local elections we won. So if that's the case, and this election was as stolen as what we believe it is, how did that happen? You can't convince me that the whole thing is rigged if – if we gained the way that we did this last election and the fact that you have a bunch of Democrats now retiring because they know that they're probably not going to get reelected, you can't tell, you can't convince me of this. So until everything gets rigged, we have to keep voting and keep trying. So I want to talk about this for a second here. So Stacy says, I distinctly remember the 2016 election and they were floored by Trump winning. They didn't see it happening. If you think that there is only odd fray on the Democratic side, you were wrong. If you think that he did not have help winning that election, you are wrong. It worked in our favor. Absolutely didn't. I think and at the end of the day, I do. I think Trump is a grandstander, but I think when he's given that position of power, he's prideful and he wants to put his country first. And I'm for that. Like, I, that's what I believe. Okay. Yeah. Same. But if you think that he won, Without some kind of something, something, maybe not as sophisticated as 2,000 mules had, but something, you're, you're probably wrong. There's right. been odd fray in elections for as far back as my old man kept talking about when I was younger. Like, this has been so absolutely, and I, I, I struggled with the 2,000 mules, and I came out and I had made a video saying that they were controlled opposition. And boy, it got me a lot of fucking heat. Oh, my God, people got big mad. They were big, mad texting. They were like, you don't know nothing. Q, Q. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you new? Maybe not controlled opposition. Maybe not. But it did exactly what I feared it was going to do. And it completely just shattered a base that's already had its ass kicked the last two right. years. Now. And right. so now but people are not wanting to go out and vote because they don't think their vote matters because 2000 meals told them it didn't matter. I struggle with this and I know it's an unpopular opinion. I know it's an unpopular opinion. And of course it's a video that spun out because of course it is. I know it's unpopular, but you guys like I, 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 I saw this happening and it did it. It's all, it was all over Twitter. People were like, well, 2000 mules, we're not voting again until the 2020 election is fixed. The 2020 elections, if it needs to be fixed and it does, but it's yes. not going to get fixed before 2022. So you need to be like, Sean, do I think that 2020 election was was honest? No. no. But I like Ship said, I don't believe we've had an honest election in decades. Sometimes it sometimes it doesn't. And and so I I I don't think we've had an honest election for a very 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 long time. It's just how bad did they do it? This time I think they just got caught one because of social media, two because the eyes were on it. A lot of eyes were on this right on that race uh, or those really three races. Cause it was the two Senate seats in Georgia too. Um, that I do believe we're not honest either, but I think um, I, I just think that like at the end of the day, I mean, just like we were talking about with Trump, nobody thought Trump was going to win. Trump didn't even think he was going to win. Mm-hmm. And we showed out in the numbers that we did for him, and look what happened. He won, like, shockingly. Yep. I mean, he Hillary had the glass you. thing ready to bust and everything. She was ready to party. And you can't cheat if the, if the other side is coming out in overwhelming numbers. Like, it's it's impossible. 
I was kind of surprised. I don't know. Yeah. Was because of the pot proposal. Yeah. And and you do like in Michigan JRO, that's a problem across the country is that people get like I have I get pushback because of turning Texas blue. And that's the that's the question I have for them all the time is what policies what blue policies would make Texas better? And the only one I can ever get is marijuana. Okay, cool. That Republicans need to get on board with that or they're going to lose a lot of their base because you do have a lot of Republicans that want to smoke weed recreationally. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't get on board that and seems like a, it. It seems like such a minor one too. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. such a minor thing. It's a very minor thing. I mean, like Dana and I were talking about this. You have beer and alcohol liquor that is made from a plant Harley, <laughs> I have lots of it. There's lots more. My exactly. Beer. Like, what is, what what is the whole? So, what is well, marijuana? there's there's a conspiracy theory to marijuana, and this ties back. Oh, into I know. Pharma. Yeah. So marijuana is supposed to be kind of the cure all. So it would cure a lot of the mental illness. I think is the majority, and it. I know it helps pa- uh, patients with cancer too. It helps with inflammation. Helps right. patients with MS. I have a card. I could go and buy some if I wanted to. Um, and it helps with inflammation. But that ties more back into big pharma, and obviously, big pharma mm-hmm. ties into politics and bureaucrats and all that bullshit. It all that ties I back to money. I you legalize, yep, you legalize marijuana, and everybody lives a very happy, fucking go lucky, productive life. And that's bad for the government because the government needs people afraid. They need people's mental health to be in the tank. They need people to have anxiety and depression in order to be able to control them. That's the whole idea of the entire thing. Even like the pol- the politics side of things, if your mental health is in the tank, like you're not thinking clearly. And if you're not thinking clearly, then you're you're voting for security. You want security. You want people to give up their guns because you don't want people showing up at your kids' school with a bunch of guns. That's what see, this is what they're aiming for. And that's and it and it's working. It's it's obviously working. They're they're trying to use Hollywood to push it. Now that isn't working because Hollywood is on its way out. Thanks to Harvey Weinstein, really kind of blew that up, and nobody listens to Hollywood anymore. But they are working on people's emotions. They are playing on your fear. They are playing on your insecurities. They are playing on all of this stuff, and all of your mental health issues. And if you were to smoke maybe a bowl or two a day, like. You probably wouldn't have as much mental health issues as you do. I'm just yep. saying. No, I 100% agree. I, I mean, agree. I don't smoke pot, but that's I drink. I like I like my alcoholic beverages, but right. I do have the gummies. The gummies help with inflammation. And to quickly answer uh, Cindy's yeah. question about uh, is it true president is already known 15 to 20 years in advance? And then, so Cindy, to answer your question, yes and no. So they're not predicted to like win. But each party does spot potential candidates for the future to represent their party. So for a long time, a lot of Republicans were tapping into uh, and grooming uh, Ricky Rubio there. Um, Mark uh, Rubio? Rubio. Yeah. They were grooming him. A lot of times you see, like, your your governor is probably being groomed. That's why she was the rebuttal of the State of the Union. Or in Noman. Noam. Noam yeah. is another one, I think. So, yes, they do Noam. groom them, and they like each party identifies who they want or who they see potential in, and then they start to groom them there. there. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, nobody is really, it's not like this, this, but nobody groomed Trump. No, they? that's why he was, that's why he was the outsider. That's interesting. Maybe we need more outsiders. Maybe we need to stop. We absolutely need more. To who the swamp grooms and just vote for who the fuck. Somebody else, some schmo from Iowa. Yep. I'd vote for my governor. She was really good. I like Governor uh, Reynolds. She did a really yeah. good job. Yeah, everything you've said about her. I mean, I don't know yeah. much about her other than what you've told me. So Grassley and that other, our Senate holders, they, they're probably going to go, though. They pissed some people off. They Because they voted for it. There was like 11 um, Republicans that voted against sending another $40 billion over to Ukraine. But Grassley and I can't think of her name, Silver Hair. But they voted for to send another forty, and I'm like, hey, listen, our gas like four twenty five. Like, I get it, you can't do anything about gas, but like, we could oh, they, use some of that, maybe. Iowa, they you know, can. they can do a lot for gas if they really wanted to. They but really wanted to, but they don't. That's the problem. Yep, they can afford with it. That, so. 
Yeah. Text, we're over our hour, which is like yeah. the first in a long time that we've gone even a little bit over. That was good. Yeah, it was good. Awesome. It was quick. It was. <laughs> uh, I can't believe Grassley. Yeah, Grassley and what's her name? They're going to be up next year. So as that comes closer, we're going to start blowing them up a little bit too and see if we can't get them out. You'll we'll have to remember out. this, though. That's the problem. We thought that and. No, I remember. I don't forget. We Not thought that like we that. thought that here in Texas with with uh, Hot Wheels, and he still got, yeah. But I'm I'm petty as fuck. I will <laughs> I not forget. I'll be like, great, you want to get your constituents. Do all this stuff now because it's election season. But I remember when you voted yep. to send forty billion over to Ukraine while people were standing food lines here in my great state of Iowa. You're gonna go, Grassley. I met you, you piece of shit. Yeah. Like we're done. Yep. Um. Yeah. Tex, do you want to leave everybody with something before we go? Vote. It's primary yeah. season. Vote. <laughs> You're my favorite. All right, you guys, we're going to wrap this up. We love your faces. Thank you so much for being here, Tex. And as always, thank you so much for coming Absolutely. on. I am live tomorrow morning with Queen of the Flock. I don't really have a topic yet. We'll figure it out when we get here. So that's going to be 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Me, you, Queen of the Flock. It'll be a good time. I'll see you guys in the morning. I love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Have a good evening. Mama. And watch out for deer. Bye, guys. The hardest walk you can make is the walk you make alone. But that is the walk that makes you the strongest. That is the walk that builds your character the most. To all of you fighting battles alone, to all of you going against the grain, battling the naysayers, Stay strong, keep going.